The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. We have had a huge reaction on the show today to our continued discussion about participation in sport with a particular focus on those kids who are perennially left on the sidelines. It started yesterday and it has continued right through today. We heard from uh, the Camogie Association, uh, Hilda Breslin, a little bit earlier today uh, and the importance to her and the Camogie Association on participation. But one listener here says, Hi Kieran, I live in Kilkenny. My sons all play for a small club. My sons also play other sports, rugby, soccer, golf, etc. And I don't see younger players from other age groups being brought up to play on older teams in those other disciplines. My husband coaches at rugby and soccer and I understand it's hard, but you're crushing young kids and taking away love for the sport by giving them a few minutes on a pitch here and there, especially when they're turning up for every training session and working hard. This listener uh, says, um, my son's minor team reached a final. He trained hard. He went to every match. Then the managers pulled players who'd given up football previous seasons and brought them back for the final. No participation, even with regulation. My fellow was the only one not to get on. Grown men treating a child so badly. I was delighted they actually lost in the day. You don't say anything, though, as my son adores the sport and he felt so badly about it. Uh, Like I said, this all started yesterday when we heard from Mary and I want you to take this little listen as a reminder of what she had to say. I said to him last night that hurling training was starting back in a few weeks, just over dinner, a casual chat. And I said to him, you know, you know, are you going to be ready for it? And he just turned, he goes, ma'am, I don't want to go back. And I just said, why? You know, I kept it quite casual. I said, why? And he said, because, he said, what is the point? He got quite annoyed. He got quite upset about it. He said, what is the point? What's the point of me wasting two evenings a week, possibly three with matches and everything, when they're just not going to let me play? He said, I'm not good enough. Yeah, that was Mary speaking to us yesterday. And we had a huge response to that. Lots of parents getting in touch with similar experience or people remembering their own experience. Other people... We're making the point uh, that, listen, there comes a point and, and maybe, you know, 13 is too young, but certainly at a certain point in the teenage years, a bit of competitiveness does come in and it should come in according to a lot of people. And the conversation, I guess, has been about squaring that circle. And to continue that conversation, I'm joined here in studio by Thomas Byrne, who is Minister for Sport and Physical Education, Fianna Fáil TD as well. Minister, you're welcome to the show. Thanks very much, Karen. Um, I, I know you heard, Mary, and you heard others speaking yesterday. We spoke to former Rukdon, uh coming Luke Lasgale, uh, Nicky Brennan as well. Um, I mean, have you a view as to how best to deal with this problem, this problem of children who love the sport, they want to keep playing sport, whatever sport it happens to be, it was hurling in this case, could be any team sport, perennially left on the sidelines. Well, look, Kim, can I just say it was a great piece yesterday uh, and clearly you've had a massive reaction to it and there clearly are issues there and there's no question about that. Um, I just want to say at the outset, as Minister for Sport, I can't come in and just start dictating to all the sporting organisations. They are independent, however... Uh, I think just coming from a background where there's a lot of uh, coaching done in our house, not necessarily by by me, <laughs> um, I think at age 14, everybody should get game time. I think that, and, and as I understand it, in me, GAA, that is a county board rule, as I understand it. I'm not, the, the national picture um, may, may be different. Um, obviously, there, there's setups up to 12 at go games, etc., and everyone, everyone gets games. Uh, I personally think, and I know it's certainly policy in, in a number of clubs that I know, that up to up until minor, like when you get to minor now, you're into serious competition. Yeah. Uh, but I think before that, I, I personally think there should be game time for everybody. And I know that is the practice of clubs. Now, 
can I just say as well is that, you know, the coaches are volunteers and they do tremendous work. And yes, there may be some bad examples, but I think that we need to sort of, first of all, thank our volunteers and our coaches around the place yeah. who are doing huge work. And I know, for example, in, in some clubs as well, where maybe there's just too many kids to for, for one team that it just becomes unmanageable. They then go to extraordinary efforts then in some cases to set up a second team. Mm. And I think grading, once you get over that 12, 13, whatever the age is, is probably appropriate because it helps people get more game time and improve their game. Um, but then if you're creating a second team or a third team in some cases in, in bigger clubs, that requires volunteers to come forward as yeah. well to coach. And that they don't just, there's no volunteers, no coaches just sitting there waiting to coach a second team. And that requires parents as well. Uh, so I think my, my view, and I'm writing to Sport Ireland about this so that we can have, a, you know, we can have some idea uh, as to what's going on and to develop some kind of uh, national policy on it that, you know, we, 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 this needs to be looked at very, very urgently if this is happening. But, I, yeah. but I'm t- talking to clubs that I know and coaches that I know, uh, yeah. it's not happening in those ones uh, that I'm talking it, to. It, it, it seems to be, and the picture kind of emerged, I guess, that it, it's the in-between club, if I'll call it that. So you might have a smaller country club for want of a better description they might not have a huge panel anyway people kind of tend to get game time because there's just not the the, the the pool of players you might have the bigger clubs in urban environments and they will have three four teams even maybe That's at under age club, level yeah, we, we have that, yeah. it's, the, it's the club who've got 26 27 boys or girls playing under 12 or under 14 they don't have enough to put out a second team but they end up with 10 subs and it's the same then three or four who, who are at the bottom of it. And and again, you're right. And I, I'm glad you pointed out, like, I mean, the coaches, the, we rely on all these volunteer coaches and I am one of those volunteer coaches. And I think even the ones who were being given out about yesterday by some parents, they're not bad people, but they get sucked up in the competition. And they're, they're you know, and yeah. I appreciate it. I, I was at an under 12s final yeah. last year where every child got a game. I know that from the coaches. But it was one of the most competitive games I've ever seen. Yeah. So we, I think we can marry competition with participation. Um, and I think participation is really, really important because there are kids there who do not develop their full sporting potential till later on. I've talked to an All-Ireland winner now from the main team of the 60s who didn't start till he was 18. My uncle won a championship medal. I don't think he started till he was 21. So times have changed massively. There are people there doing at national level doing really well in sports decades ago who started very late. We've changed it now. And there are kids who will not develop their full potential and we've got to give them that. And that's not to say that we shouldn't want teams to win or we shouldn't want excellence or we shouldn't want to uh, promote and protect and fund elite athletes. That's really, really Mm. important. But we've got to make sure for healthiness, for community spirit um, and to protect our games as well that we do have participation for all, particularly those age groups. I think you definitely can start to make a differentiation in at least in Gaelic games at minor level at that age group. Um, But I have to say my own experience of under 13, under 14 soccer of kids involved, I mean, game time is is divvied out like there's no question yeah. but those clubs again have room to have other teams as well and that that requires getting extra kids in for to build up the other teams the point you made but it also requires in some it requires coaches but also in some cases um some players that play with both and that then requires an extra commitment from some kids but that may be necessary as well and we've got to put a call out there are kids there who want to play as much as they can yeah. and different codes or different rules as to how they manage that etc to make it fair etc um, but I think participation uh, is and the number part, maybe, one objective and, and, and right to pick up on that uh, like is uh, does there need to be a better focus on participation of adults that we get more volunteers because yeah. look I, I know as you said it's your other half who does a lot of this and in my house I'm involved and there's lots of the same parents are on the sideline every week and I get look Again, they don't get involved because they probably think they can't. They think, well, I didn't, I didn't play hurling, so what would I have? 
to, to add and you know yourself when you're out with the under eights you're you're just herding cats really to a large extent so you yeah. know what I mean the fact that you didn't play doesn't matter but they've got to do child safety courses they've got to do coaching courses before they're allowed and I'm not necessarily saying let's forget about child welfare that's first and foremost but there needs to be a way to encourage more parents yeah in, it does there? but I think look I mean yeah there there is so I mean look you simply have to ask parents first. Like, if if there's going to be a team, then there needs to be coaches. And there's no club in Ireland, as I said, a coach is sitting on the on 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 the on, in the dugouts waiting to to coach a kid's team. It needs to be parents. Um, sometimes those parents will have to coach more than one, particularly in small in small clubs, but but uh, across the board. Uh, and that's something that I think with Sport Ireland we can work towards encouraging as well. And there are coaching courses out there. I have to say though, a kid who week in week out at age fourteen is not getting game time. At all, in my opinion, that's a child welfare issue. And I mean, the, the children's officer, the welfare officer in the club should be looking at that in mm. that particular case. I, I cannot see how that's justified in any way. They're not, look, they're not going to be getting all the game time. They're not going to be getting equal game time, probably, at under 14s. I think we can live with that. Um, but there needs to be a certain amount of game time that they get. But can I say to that child and the mother as well that the training that you're doing it's really, really important as well because I, nobody knows at what stage you will develop but also what you're doing is you're developing your physical fitness uh, and working together with other people as well mm-hmm. and if we can solve the other problem then I think you'll have a very happy setup. Uh, to broaden it out, I mean participation, it is in the teenage years when that tends to fall off particularly with girls, big yeah. fall off with girls. I mean to what extent is that one of your priorities that we keep kids involved in physical activity for longer than they currently do? Well, look, I mean, the, 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 priori- the priorities in terms of my role as sports minister is, is participation, which is everybody. Uh, women in sport is really, really important as well. And you're right, there is, a, there is a, absolutely a fall-off in the teenage years. We've got to address that and work out what are the issues. We had a forum of young people uh, and sport there before Christmas, before I was appointed, and I'd be examining everything that they've said, but they've raised various issues, including school uniforms, for example, that, that that's an ongoing issue, and I am in the Department of Education. Uh, inclusion as well for people of um, uh, who have disabilities as well, I think is really, really important. Mm-hmm. And again, I can speak to my own club. There are volunteers there uh, who give up their own time to work with kids with autism and other disabilities as well to make sure that they can be included in, in terms of Gaelic for All, and that's really, really important as well. Plus, we want to make sure that if athletes are at the top of their game in county, nationally or internationally, then we have to support them as well. So this this is about making people making people feel part part of something, making us all fitter, and you know that includes we all have to look at ourselves as well, um, and uh, get more active and get more moving and whatever we can do. And I think working between the two departments is really important. I think mm. in education because there's a lot of school facilities out there. Uh, that can be married with local clubs who started to do work. You know that has started to happen. Yes, and I think a lot more can happen in the, in, in that respect. Yeah, as well. you see that, and the GEA again, and and people who are not involved will kind of be rolling their eyes. Why do you keep going back? It's just it's just my frame of reference because that's what I'm involved in. But again, clubs now have these um, games promotion officers, and they go out to the schools, and they're often shared between a number of different parishes. Yeah, uh, so that so that, they're not so, just they don't just exist in GEA, but uh, yeah, yeah. They, they exist in other but sports it, as well. It, it, it's uh, it's a great example of people with a specific skill set going into the school and it, what it raises is the question about PE teachers whether at primary school we should have dedicated PE teachers yeah. pooled between schools That's I know this has something been talked about I before mean, I mean look this is something we're going to have to address because I mean there are kids there I mean first of all they all need to be getting physical education they all need to be getting set time we've got to look at this how we're doing it and that is certainly one option and that should be on the table in terms of dedicated teachers going around. But you're, you're right, though, the games promotion officers are already going around the schools. 
I, I can speak from personal experience where I know a number of volunteers who go with them into the schools mm. uh, in the local areas and that's happening in, in football as well and I believe in rugby too in certain areas too and that's really, really important because it gets more kids involved and also links in those uh, local clubs to the schools which again is really important too because you're not only making more participation happen but you're building up that sense of community uh, in many places particularly our population is increasing there are new people coming into the country um, there are areas of the country which are expanding all the time including my own area and you need to get as many people involved as, mm. as possible and people then if, if there's those links taking place they feel much more comfortable going down to the club maybe to use the gym if that's open to members uh, or to join their kids up or to volunteer in whatever capacity that is mm. uh, Well listen if people are wondering what we're talking about they didn't hear Mary or Nikki Brennan or anyone else we talked about yesterday uh, all of those interviews are up on the News Talk app you can listen to them they're available as podcasts um, Minister before I let you go are uh, we satisfied with the explanation from your uh, government colleague from Pascal Donoghue yesterday as to uh, donations and campaign contributions? Well clearly Pascal Donoghue has made a mistake he said that himself but I have seen no evidence whatsoever of dishonesty or deliberately trying to break rules Uh, and I think that's a major distinction here and I think you know if everybody's going to be judged by single mistakes in whatever career you're in whether it's politics whether it's business whatever it is uh, we won't have that many people left um, there's absolutely no evidence that's been suggested by anybody that there's anything dishonest going on here. Thomas Byrne, Minister of State with Responsibility for Sport and Physical Education. Minister, thanks a million for joining us. The texts are still flying in while we're speaking. Catherine and Meath says, Kieran, the First Lady, you spoke to us so right. The treatment of certain kids in GA is terrible in some clubs. In my daughter's team, it's the same few kids who get subbed and left on the sideline all the time while coaches, children and their friends get full games. The rules are in the LGFA guidelines, but coaches ignore them. I watch while my daughter got on as a sub for seven minutes in a final and was subbed off again. While she sat there in tears, the coach's wife said to her, what are you crying for? They're out there trying to win this game for you. Says it all. And this is an interesting text. My husband coaches under 15 rugby. Top of the league. Excellent team. All the players get a shot, even if it's only three minutes at the end. If the game is very tight, the odd time, they mightn't all get on. But they explain that and they give them a chance to those lads the next time. All strong players encourage weaker players as a result and it makes for a strong team I I appreciate the text but I mean that doesn't sound like a very healthy environment your husband is presiding over what's your no offence and I mean this offence but what you're bragging about is that he puts on the weaker players for three minutes unless the game is tight in which case he doesn't put them on at all I'd ask those weaker players if they're as happy about your husband's coaching as you are The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan weekdays from four on News Talk.